and I'm here with Levi Frazier. We are super excited to be here and to be with everybody and to just kind of talk tonight, run through our feelings of joining Phi Alpha when we joined and run through some of our memories from convention where we first met um, and hopefully some people here were able to also be at. But yeah, Levi, if you want to take us away. Turn the music back on. <laughs> um, yeah, hi everyone. This is super, super exciting. Um, I said earlier in the this week in the CPR Discord, um, and I, I had my nerd moment, but I think that it is super, super cool to be celebrating today and to make it to this point. Um, 125 years is a big deal. Um, we have been around for a hot minute. That speaks a lot to the volume, not only of the quality of our brotherhood and who and what we are, but but what we are specifically uh, in terms of what we believe in, what we do, what we teach, um, how we treat one another. You know, that's that's what creates long lasting traditions the way that we have them. Um, and I would really like to think that Ashen would be proud of us uh, being here today. This is also super cool for me. To my knowledge, we've not had um, uh, like the ability really uh, for NEC people to do online streaming and hosting like this. I think Reno and I are probably the most integrated um, between the the President's Forum um, and now doing this, which is super cool um, that we have been in the fraternity's history. And so, you know, thinking back tonight, as we're going to talk about what it was like for us to be probationary members, I would have thought that that was like cool to, to see faces and to to get to know who people are. So we're excited to be here and just to host that room for everyone. Um, Reno, you wanna go ahead and we'll uh, just start chatting? Yeah, absolutely. Levi, where where were you initiated at? If you can tell me, I know, I know your biography. It's very <laughs> long and extensive, but. I have been around for a minute. Um, <laughs> I am, uh, so, okay. Hi, for those, for people who don't know me or who haven't seen my face or heard my voice yet, uh, my name is Levi Frazier. I serve as the chairman for the Collegiate Province Representatives Council for Find Me Alpha Symphonia. Um, and I was initiated, I crossed in 2018 uh, at the Upsilon Chi chapter of Find Me Alpha Symphonia. I rushed fall 17, um, but we didn't get initiated until January. So that's the, the fun little delayed process story. And Reno, what about you? Old. I am old. <laughs> You're super old. No. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I am Reno Reese. I am the National Collegiate Representative for Phi Me Alpha. And I was initiated at Texas Tech University, the Zeta Sigma chapter, in spring of 2021. I am a little baby in the fraternity still. And um, I was there. I was the president at that chapter. I was the we called it the marketing officer, but webmaster um, before president. And I was elected to the NEC in a year after I was initiated, which was pretty insane, um, especially compared to Levi, who was practically initiated 10 decades after he was, I mean, inducted practically 10 decades after he was initiated. Big wow. old man. <laughs> We're really I know. Sorry. sorry. All the slander. All the slander, Levi. <laughs> yeah i uh, i moved around a bit i guess too like there's there's um a story there sort of i started at northwest missouri state at upsilon chi um in the gamma lambda uh probationary member class and uh i was actually looking through my thieves book earlier today and i was looking through all of my brothers and i wrote some of their line names down um in, next to their name in my thieves book and so that was that was a, a good set of memories um <laughs> But then I transferred to Iowa State after that. And so then I uh, was at Alpha Delta and I served as president there for a few years. Um, I helped put on our centennial uh, last semester, so uh, or last fall, sorry, a year ago. So it's actually been um, pretty cool for me personally because my chapter turned 100 and now the fraternity is turning 125. So, you know, the past year and a half has just been like lots of hoorah. And you're at ECU now, right? Yes. Yep. So I moved to Greenville, North Carolina. Um, this is the great state of North Carolina. I need to say that or George Wasson and Michael Jenkins are going to come after me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. I'm currently pursuing my master's in uh, wind conducting. 
And you uh, are finishing up school. Tell us about that. Okay, my schooling's really weird. So <laughs> I am, I started out as a music education major and I just this summer changed to a Bachelor of Arts in Music because I didn't want to teach really and I wanted to go into arts administration. Well, the BA was the best way for me to do it. And then I added on a minor um, in arts entrepreneurship. Well, I'm in my last semester right now because that changed my degree plan and I'm completely online. So though I go to school in Texas or Texas Tech in Lubbock, I'm living at my dad's house in Oklahoma for the past six weeks, um, which is really cool and makes my life easier. And then um, this past summer, I started in, in August, I started with the Plano Symphony Orchestra as the major gifts officer. So I'm doing fundraising professionally and it's kind of nice because I'm not even graduated yet and I don't have to, I guess, be scared of you know what's to come. Um, and it just worked out. I met my boss in a Starbucks line. You know, you never know how you're gonna meet people. I did not know the Starbucks line. Stopping here at this story, you have to explain. <laughs> okay, so I was at this conference and <laughs> I'm, there's this, I'll, I'll just be real, right? I was like scouting for these people at the Oklahoma City Philharmonic, like scouting for them because <laughs> I wanted to talk to them and be like, do you have any positions open or internships, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I wanted to like talk to them and meet them. And I see one of the, like, I see the, the I knew I wanted to do fundraising. So she was the director of um, development at the Oklahoma City Philharmonic. See her in line and I like, jump in line right behind her I was like are you you know blah blah blah, and we talk and talk and talk and this guy turns around and he was like what are you guys talking about and it's my now boss um well they had two open positions at the time they had major gifts which I'm doing and then um, an associate position in fundraising and marketing and we just started chatting and he was like we have this position open he's like what's your experience and I was like well I'm still in college, but I, I do this stuff with my fraternity. And he was like, oh, tell me about that. So, you know, I told him all about the fraternity and what all we've done and I've done in the fraternity. And he's like, okay, like, here's my card. Let's talk later. And we ended up talking and I got an interview and they kind of took a chance on me. And so far it's worked out. But yeah, meeting him in a Starbucks line at the hotel. And you know what the worst part is? We couldn't even get the Starbucks. Like literally as we're getting up to the line, we waited in line for 30, 45 minutes, I think, just talking. And like we're waiting because they're this weird this is this weird hotel. Same day it was in Pittsburgh, same day as Taylor Swift. So there's a million people there. And they like were closing the Starbucks randomly throughout the day so the um employee could like go do other stuff preparing. So they were closed and we were waiting for them to come back. It was like, come back soon. And they just never came back. So we are like, well, you know, we're leaving, like, whatever. And we just left, and I went into whatever session I had next. But, yeah, that was the story. Worked out pretty pretty crazy. Starbucks lines, man. You never know. So you walked in for your for your white chocolate mocha, and you walked out with a, with a gig. <laughs> I would have gotten a pumpkin spice latte had it not been the summer, because I love me some pumpkin spice lattes. I... But lying if I said I did not partially celebrate Father's Day by going and getting a pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks. <laughs> no, that that's sacrilegious, Levi. I'm taking you taking you to the court for that one. <laughs> Even I know. Cut. <laughs> I know. Well, how did you get into the fraternity? I mean, I know you transferred schools. So like what what caused you to be interested in the fraternity, I guess, and eventually rush? Yeah, I guess um, I've never really thought about it either. You say like I transferred schools and I didn't really think about how I, I like chose it twice, I guess, because uh, I was technically an alumnus uh, mm -hmm. for that small amount of time. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty atypical when it comes to the fraternity. I knew I wanted to join Symphonia for, uh, if I'm looking back at it for three very specific reasons. Um, so chapter presidents, uh, this, is, this is my uh, shameless promotion for the reason why step scenes are so important. Uh, my brother was attending Northwest Missouri State for a 
uh, bachelor's in strings uh, performance. He plays uh, double bass, and he actually just finished uh, his caps and his uh, master's of music at uh, University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Um, go volunteers, I guess, um, for uh, for that. So he's, he's hanging out over there. This is the closest we've lived to each other uh, in like four years or more. And it, it's still like a six to eight hour drive. Anyway, we were at uh, a wind ensemble concert and afterwards the, the chapter, Upsilon Kai just had a tradition of, uh, they would try to do step sings if at all possible, especially after concerts, because alumni would attend and it would be like, hey, 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 come over here, let's, let's, let's sing. So they'd sing like four or five Red Book songs after a concert. And um, the chapter was very good at rehearsing um, and kind of establishing that, that standard of, we know our songs and we show up ready to do the work. Um, and that it was very impressive. And I just remember seeing that and going, those guys are really cool. Those guys are like musician musicians. So there was that. Um, my brother is also symphonian. Uh, so there was a little bit of like, a, yeah, I want to do that. Um, and my granddad, actually, he was a music educator in Iowa for 40 years. He taught bands. Um, and he went to northern Arizona when it was still called Flagstaff. Um, <laughs> and uh, he joined Kappa's there because there was not a Symphonia chapter at that point in time. Uh, and he always kind of knew about Find Me Alpha and he knew it was like super, super cool. And he's like, you should join KKSI. But like, if you can go somewhere where there's a PMA chapter, you should do Find Me Alpha. And here I am. Uh, I actually got to initiate him then uh, two years after I crossed. It was a super cool experience. We made him an honorary at Alpha Delta. So, um, so I came into the into the college knowing that I wanted to be a part of it. I remember showing up to band camp um, and the guy who would not only be my trombone captain, but also end up being my uh, grand big in the fraternity, uh, James Cookenham, he uh, helped me move into my dorm. He literally like moved furniture and stuff up for me. And it was it was super, super nice. Um, there was there were plenty of Find Me Alpha brothers in the marching band and SAI sisters. And that there was a great bond between those two chapters. So like they equally promoted each other um, to appropriate prospective members. And um, they were always just super nice. So I immediately felt welcomed and knew that I wanted to hang out and get to know the chapter more. And then after I'd gone through it, it was like, yeah, I'm in a reactivated Iowa State. I want to be in this still. That's crazy. That's super cool. Now, like that's so different. Yeah, no, right? Like I, right. I was prepped for college. I was like, I know what I'm doing. I'm joining this. I'm doing this. <laughs> that's so um, different. So, my band director in high school. Oh. Say that again. You have to tell me about about how this worked for you because you're also post COVID. So we had like yeah welcomings into the fraternity. Yeah, so I couldn't rush in the fall because that was like the the 2020 line that was finishing. Um. So tech was really tech is really interesting the way they did Symphonia before I joined I guess, um, like I was like I'm gonna throw things out and just change it all up, um, which kind of happened. But um, so when I I came into school, you know, fall 2020, everything was social distanced. Um, the fraternity could meet I guess, but when they did all their like meetings and all of their um the color nights and stuff like that they did them all off campus um so i don't i really don't know how they did this stuff like i think the guys just came in that were like the spring line came in did their rush events got initiated and they were like we're done and because they had already done everything they were basically brothers once they had finished um and then i knew like the, the, this was the weird thing was like there is no social media, like Nick's social media. There was, we had like a bulletin board in the hallway, never was updated. It just said like, find you alpha. And that's it. Like it was a blank bulletin board with the letters on it. Um, might've had a couple pictures. And some guys wore letters. Most guys didn't. The chapter was about 18 people. Um, but the guys never talked about it. Like never. Um, and this was the, this is where I say like it was really interesting. Like, so finally, like spring comes around, spring semester comes around, and um, there's this guy, and um, he's in my studio. He's 
a euphonium player. He was like the second shared euphonium player at the time. And he was talking to me and he didn't mean this in a mean way, but we were talking about like the rankings in the studio. And he was like, you know, um, you know, there's like the doctoral student and then there's me and then, and I'm not joking. He goes, and then there's you. <laughs> like puts his hands like really low. And I was like, dude, I hate you. Like, who are you? And I was like, how dare you say that? that's so rude, right? Like I was like one chair under him, like messed up. And um, well, like a week later, I was like, I don't like this guy. A week later, he's talking to me. And he's like, you know what? You should come out to a rush event for Find Me Alpha. Like, and I was like, what's that? And he's like, it's just, I'm not joking. It's just guys being dudes. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds, I'm, I'm going to go. Like, I was like, I'm going to go. Now, you know, I have like a deep hatred for that saying now because it's just, it's just not what we are at all. Like, it is just not what we do. I know. And, and so I went to this rush event and we were playing. I mean, by rush event, I mean, we were online on Zoom and we were playing like, I don't even know, like it was scribble.io. That's what it was. And the guys were really funny. And so I just, I ended up liking the guys. I thought they were funny. And I like, you know what, I'll try it. Because I had gone to a Kappa Kappa Psi thing in the fall, and I just didn't vibe as well with the people in it. Um, but the guys there, like, I, I got along with them. Like, some of them I knew, but I didn't even know they were in the chapter. And so, come to find out, like, at that time, and before I was at Tech for years, I guess, Find Me Off had functioned, like, as a secret society. I'm not joking. Like, they would not talk about it. They didn't post on social media. Like, some, I don't even think they had social media like they were really big about like we you know are just brothers and like we are a secret music fraternity so like therefore we are a secret society and they were like huge like when I rushed I would talk about being a PM and like my big who ended up being that guy um that told me I was really bad at euphonium <laughs> um, like his, and I and I love him he was a great big that was um, his to get you to join <laughs> he was, he was exactly cool. he was like He's like, I'm going to show you how to be better. Join Find Me Alpha. No. <laughs> like, um, he ended up being my big, and he's, he was, like, one of the few guys I knew because um, I didn't just know people, I guess, because COVID. Um, but, yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. I guess I guess I'll join. And I we did our formal rush, which is interviews for us on, on Zoom. And, you know, we're all dressed up. I'm in, like, a full suit. Well, all the guys in the chapter were in, like, you know, dress shirts and like, like shorts, like, like gym shorts or something because it was on Zoom. So like, you know, nobody could tell. I didn't find that out until way after I was initiated. But it was just super like, it was just, I came into Symphony in a really weird time. Um, and then my PM process, I know, I mean, I know from our conversations you and I have had, I've been like, oh, did you do this when you were a PM? And you're like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh you didn't that's crazy and you're like yeah that's like weird what was your pm process like and then i'll dive into my stuff because tech is really weird um yeah so i um when i joined the chapter it was 35 actives sounds correct to me um which is like pretty Pretty, pretty big for, for us, I think, you know, like average chapter size right now is lower than that because of the pandemic and all sorts of that kind of crap. But uh, also, um, you know, there, we talk about how the optimal number of people is only like 20 at most. So um, and then after that, it's, it's um, guys being dudes. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. But um, so I met the, the few that I had talked about earlier um, in marching band and whatnot. And I'd seen, seen him around the, the music building. I started at Northwest as a theater performance major with a minor in music, but I usually was hanging out in uh, the music building, which was just down the hill from the theater. Um, and I got to know the rest of them. There, were, uh, there was a lot of talent. There was a wide variety um, of people and ability within the chapter. And that just kind of immediately um, like attracted me to, to this concept of everyone coming together and doing something. So my PM process was very similar uh, in terms of like my line brothers. I, I, I'd have to look it up now. I think there's, there was 12 or 13 of us in my line. I want to say sounds about right. Um, 
and I knew one of them. He was my best friend um, when I was there. Uh, his name's Connor McNair. Uh, so if he tunes into this, hi, Connor. But uh, <laughs> we lived in uh, in the same dorm. We were both trombone players, um, you know, like seeing each other all the time, hanging out. Um, and we were both kind of in the same boat, I think, in terms of like, we want to we wanna be a part of something and like, you know, get the college experience. And my PM process was very, I suppose I'd say formalized. Um, we followed the guide to membership development um, for people who remember what that is. Um, uh, hello, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know who's in chat <laughs> right now. Hello. Uh, we got you playing at the function. Oh, hello, Delta Lambda. I'm sorry I did not look at this. That's yeah, super- Delta Lambda, that is super cool. Hello, everybody. Hi. Um, I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I, I need to look at chat. I do it all the time, but can't do it right now. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, we followed that and it was very like, Hey, you're joining something like serious now. And, and we're being formal about this. Like we take this seriously. You guys get to, you get to hang out. Um, you have fun with each other and you let those moments of camaraderie and, um, the broad idea of what brotherhood is, um, through being together and talking together and building each other up, um, kind of, it, it just organically happened. We were always hanging out together in the music building we were always deciding to go get food together or go on some wild scavenger hunt, goose chase around campus for like random food or, you know, just being freshmen. And it was fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, the the meetings each week, you know, then it would be super serious and be like, no, we care about this fraternity. We take pride in this. And we we come from this lineage and, and all these things. I was like, this is cool. This thing is big. This is bigger than me. This is so cool. Um, I was a, I was totally geeking out. Like I was I was 100 percent a nerd uh of this whole process so i was historian i was all like i'm gonna take all the photos because this is co- this is cool that was my thing um let's see we had three we we did do color nights we did the three color nights um and that i think was what got it for me i i grew up in a masonic household um you know my dad is a fourth generation master mason and then i joined uh, my mom was an eastern star so i was used to the concept of uh when we talk about you know, mysticism and allegory and symbolism and all that kind of stuff. And it had, it had always intrigued me. Um, and so for me to be experiencing that, now I'm like, oh, I get it. You do these like cool, like ceremony things or these, you know, like darkened room candlelit talks with each other and you, you really focus and, and bond with one another. And that- Whoa, don't, don't go exposing stuff. Don't I know, I'm secrets right now. Um, <laughs> uh, but but diving into those uh, those those smoker sessions, right? That's what they, they started out as in the old days. They would ha- they would bring in the uh, like a, a faculty member or a, a famous performer, and they would literally sit smoking pipe tobacco in uh, the chapter room. And the chapter brothers would just sit and listen to that conversation, and they would like gleam all sorts of how to be a person and all that kind of stuff. And I really just got to understand all that through the process and how these concepts that we talk about, about what it means to be um, a man of the highest type, um, what it is to be a musicianly man, these, these concepts of interacting with your daily life, um, you know, being better than the person you were the day before. Uh, it was a lot of things that helped me, I think, grow up uh, in some ways um, and just kind of solidified who and what I was. Find Me Off of For Me was the first time I ever got to have like a dedicated group of, of dude friends. I came from a very conservative small town in Iowa. Um, so I had a lot of girlfriends as a gay kid, but I did not really have a lot of dude friends. Um, and uh, the chapter is the first time I had that. And that was a, that was a super cool thing for me. Um, and I, I enjoyed all of it. So I know I, that was like a vague overview, but yeah, my process was, was fun. <laughs> it, was, it was weekly lesson, mm. ceremony, lots of hanging out, interviews, getting to know each other. Um, we had this fun game that was, uh, this is the last thing I'll talk about. We had, um, we had PM points. And so it was like, you have to like try to go a- uh, tell, ask an active to ask you a question. And it could be like, what's our fraternity flower? Or when and where were we founded? You know, like exam questions and then also just general lore. And if you got it right, you would get a signature, you get points. Um, and then there was like a game of like, if you won, I think uh, like at the end of the semester, you had the most points. I think the chapter bought you like dinner after initiation, I can't remember what it was. So um, 
uh, another dude and myself were like, it's going to be me. And I, it was it was just a fun game. Um, we could get points from hugging SAI sisters on a specific day. And they loved that. They would, they would try to find us, but you had to be wearing your PM pin or they would not give you a hug. Um, and it was <laughs> it was just so fun. Like everything about Symphonia was made to be like, welcome. This is a great group. We are here to help you and to develop and grow you and, and build you. And I was nervous, even though I wanted to do it, I was still nervous about, did I win? I don't remember if I won. I think I technically <laughs> did, but I think Nick ended up getting his, I don't really remember. Um, I have to find my PM binder and, and I like tally it up. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was I was nervous, you know, kind of, I think everyone is to an extent of like, oh, what about like, you know, are they gonna make us do like what you hear about when you think about fraternity um, at a college campus usually today? And it was the antithesis of Animal House, right? Or whatever that kind of stuff is. Um, oh, yeah, we have, hi, Ada Alpha. And I think that's, uh, oh, Terry. <laughs> Terry. Hi, Terry. Um, um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that was, it was like, this is what fraternity is. This is what it's meant to be. Um, and it's, it's never disappointed me since. That... Dude, I just look back on stuff. When I, every time I talk to people about their PM processes, okay, every time I'm like, what? Ours is so, I mean, it was just, I guess, I don't know how to describe it. Um, so at, at Zeta Sigma, some, there are some things that we, most things we do, they're gone. They're just gone now because I was like, this is unnecessary. This isn't, you know, Symphonia. But one of the things we do that I love is, you know, so the first thing is the formal interviews, which is like everybody's in the room together and, you know, all the actives and all the um, PM, potential PMs are in the room. And, you know, we talk and we answer some questions and they ask, answer some questions like, you know, we'll say like, Levi, you know, where are you from? And I'm my name's Reno. I'm from blah, 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 blah. I'm a brother. You know, I was initiated disabled. And then all the PMs will go. And then the next day you get pinned. Usually it's a weekend long thing. So the next day you get pinned, we have induction. Um, we call it induction, but it's, you know, uh, my ceremony for pledging. I think it's called, yeah. Um, you get pinned the next day. And then the next day we have the coolest day ever to the point where Tyler Bainter, an NHQ volunteer, begs me. <laughs> triangles okay so we have like all we have this big board of wood and we all every single pm when you join the zeta sigma chapter since at least the 90s you cut out a 12 by 12 triangle of wood and throughout your process on the back you like will get all the active signatures and you get alumni signatures um on one side and then when you cross you put um like we you'll put like your name your big's name, find you and alpha. And then we have like the crest, um, Texas tech. And like, we have like actual wooden, I don't know, what would you call them? Charms or like emblems for each one from this little fraternity shop in Lubbock. It's really cool. Um, like it is by far one of my favorite things about being a brother from Zeta Sigma. But yeah, so we do board day and they just cut them out. And then our process is really long. It's like 12 weeks long and it's the max time limit. Yeah, I think mine was like 11. And before it ended up getting delayed as well yeah and we did not just follow you know the guide to membership we followed like the guide to membership 16 and the guide to membership 2013 and like a little sprinkle of zeta sigma 1992 and like it was just weird um so we do like let's see i think it's usually four weeks you know um so we say it's 12 weeks long it always ends up being 12 weeks even though it's an eight week long actual process. Um, so, you know, usually we have four weeks, but it's like actually five or six typically. And those are just, you know, every week you have a PM meeting, um, they go through the book and then you do what we call as midway. And midway is basically like a kind of a check-in before we start getting into the color nights. And we talk and discuss and we, we kind of like, it's the first time they feel like brothers now, I would say. Um, we kind of get them to this conclusion. We always ask, like, what is something that you and only you can bring to this fraternity? And um, the answer is myself. 
and it, we guide them to that answer and usually they get to that and then afterwards we have a big like um hoorah and talk about it all together in the room we just bring everybody in and we all talk about it and we're like all we want is you we don't want you to change yourself we don't want you to fake it like we want you every part of you you're good you're bad everything and usually that's the first time they start feeling it and then we dive into the color night weeks and we'd love to go you know week 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 but it always ends up being like week and then a skip and then a week and then a skip and then the two-week period before initiation um but some things that we did weird was like, you know, the boards is one thing. And then we had our national exam. Okay. Everybody takes the national exam. Well, when I was a PM, it was like still COVID era and it was spring of 2021. So, and mind you, the chapter, you know, was just kind of, kind of crazy sometimes. And they were like, let's change it. Like, let's just change the national exam. And I didn't know anything. So they were like, we're going to have a group portion and a individual portion. So these certain questions that they picked, so say the normal exam is like 30 questions or 28 questions, I think it is. They moved it down to like 14. Okay. And just removed like half of the questions. And then out of those, like five of them were individual and the rest were group. Um, now you can't do that disclaimer that like, yeah, like before Kyle is yeah, like, you can't hey, do that. That's not okay. Mind you, my chapter did not, what they were just, they didn't, they didn't know or they didn't care. I don't know. Um, well, it was really funny and we had, it ended up being a great time. We couldn't hang out too much because it was COVID. So people, I got together with the brothers a couple times, hanging out with them all. Um, and we do, oh, I forgot the most important part. So this is what's really different about Zeta Sigma. And um, this is something that's changed and evolved since I've been a member. But we do interviews like everybody does, or not everybody, a lot of people do where, you know, you interview the brothers. Um, but we have like, you know, basic questions, of course, like, you know, where are you from? What's your favorite piece of music, blah, blah, blah. But then each PM chooses a set of five questions that they get to ask every active. And that I, I, at first was like, that's dumb. Now I love it. And I loved, I loved these answers because one of the things that I asked when I was a PM was, um, what was your greatest struggle that you overcame? And I got to know a lot about so many of the brothers. And I felt like I trusted them a lot more after that. And then I usually told them the greatest struggle I overcame. And the common theme between almost all of their answers was either, you know, it was in high school and, you know, they just felt like, you know, they were alone or whatever. And then when they got to college, they finally felt like they had a place and that place was Phi Miafa. Or it was, you know, in college, this happened. But be, although this sucked and it was horrible, I had my brothers to lean on. Like almost every single person mentioned Phi Miafa in some way. And I was like, that's really awesome. And it like really gave me a lot. And mind you, at that time, the chapter wasn't very serious. I wasn't very serious about Symphonia. You know, it was just kind of like going through the motions. Now I was like, I have to be the first person to get all my interviews. And then we do SIGs too, which is actually like hanging out with each active individually and doing something like some guys are like, you know, we're going to cook. So like cook, I cook like sliders with a guy. Um, mine was always going and reading the themes book with me because I love the themes book and I'm a nerd. And, <laughs> um, and some guys were like, Let's like, um, I don't know, play a song. One guy was like mix music with me because he liked um, doing, he was like a sound producer. So it was like really cool. You got to see something that they did and like get to know them differently, which I loved. So you get all the interviews, all the SIGs, you get some alumni SIGs too. You get those all on the back of your board. And then um, color nights, blah, blah, blah. And then you're done with the color nights and national exam, which we do you would have to do before the last color night. Now that's changed. But um, the national exam, we'd have the group and the individual portion. So it was like four or five, like I said, individual, and then the rest were group. And so, you know, like the week before, my line of three people, um, I'm still really close with, with the guys. And one of them is the current FEO and vice president at the chapter. And so me and him were like, let's get together, all three of us, and, and study. And the third guy was like, yeah, let's do it. And we still to this day rag on him for it. 
So me and the FEO, his name's Zach, me and Zach get together and we're studying and we're like, Jake, are you coming? Like, blah, 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 blah. And he never came. And we're like, dude, like, it's like a less than a week, I think it was, before the exam. Like, we've, we hadn't studied up until this point. None of us have. We're like, we got to go, okay? And then, like, a day before, we're like, let's study again. So me and Zach come together and we study. We make sure we have all the group and all the individual. And Jake comes, like, an hour late. <laughs> we're like, Jake, like, like, dude, it's, like, tomorrow. Like, we don't have time. Like, we have to know all this stuff together. And then we're like, you know what, Jake, you just focus on your individual portion and we'll do the group portion. Like we will hold it down. Well, we didn't know how they were going to do the group portion. <laughs> so we get into the room. Jake was solid on the individuals. And then we go into the group portion and the FEO is like, okay, Reno, answer this thing. You know, it'd be like, Reno, you know, what is a, you know, what is, you know, the first part of the object of this fraternity? I'm like, oh, you know, and Zach, blah, 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 finish it, finish it, finish it. And then, Every time we get take, he would just kind of look at us because <laughs> he didn't know. And he would be like, Jake, did you even study the group portion? <laughs> and we were like, dude, he's going to get cut. Like, he doesn't know a single thing for this group portion. Like, oh, my gosh, he's going to get cut. And then we get to the best one. It was like, name the chapters in, in the province and where they're located. And he goes, Jake, name a chapter in the province and where they're located. <laughs> Jake just stares at us like blank faced and You're like, just like, like <laughs> yeah. And he goes, and they go, Jake, like any chapter in the province. And he's like, and they're like, Jake, like even here, what's a chapter in the province? And he goes, Texas tech. And they're like, Oh my God, <laughs> like, like what name a chapter. And then the, uh, there are some guys like monitoring the exam and they're sitting there like, like pointing to their shirts that have like ZS on it, <laughs> pointing to their shirts, they're writing it on the board. And then one guy pulls up the website and he's like pointing at Zeta Sigma on the website. And finally Jake goes, oh, Zeta Sigma? <laughs> they were like, oh my God, <laughs> like, how do you not know this? I was like, he's going to get cut. He didn't get cut. But like, and, and now he's great. Like he's actually a really good brother. But we were just like, bro, how did you not know the own chapter that you're joining? Um, and then we go and we finished at that point and we went through the last color night and, and we were, um, like pretty much just ready to be initiated. So then you go and you go with your big to what we call paddle tramps and you can order all the little emblems there, but it's an actual store in Lubbock. And we went and bought all of our emblems and us as a big line made our boards. And it was like, you know, a super proud moment. Like I will have, I have my board in my office at work right now. So when I like start working and am actually able to like move in and set all my stuff up, like my board's going to be up on my wall right next to me. Plus um, another board that we made as like an award for um, my mentor who is Brian Stratton. If anybody knows him, um, he's an amazing symphonian. I know you know him, but um, so then I'm going to have my board and Brian's honorary board up on my wall. And then like guys still have them 20 years after they were initiated. But yeah, my PM process is, was in some ways the same. I will say the color nights were very different than what most people do, but I obviously can't get into that. Um, and the readings we did, we did not read the full themed book. We read very random portions of the themed book, I would say. <laughs> like, like, it did not make sense. We never read the part about the object. Like, we did not get into any of the things. <laughs> Yeah, it was very interesting. Let's just say I had a lot to learn from Brian Stratton when I first started meeting with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was, what? I bet he taught you pretty quick, too. Oh, he did. He's like, what? <laughs> but, I mean, it changed, it changed, coming from just such a lax start, I guess, like, it really changed my perspective, you know, like, when I joined, my first thoughts, you know, A, when I joined, I was like, I have to read, like, more of the themes book now because you know there's all this stuff in it that i didn't get to read so i read more but i didn't i don't think at that point i'd read all of it um and kind of my first thoughts as a brother and i know this will be interesting to hear what you have too um but like my first thoughts as a brother were like and it shaped the way i was as a symphonian i was like you know i'm reading all these things and my chapter doesn't embody them and i was like you know i see the outline but i don't see the core 
Um, and that was something that really bothered me because I was like, how can I like call myself a Symphonian when I don't like embody these things myself or I didn't care, you know, I didn't know the object fully, fully like its meaning before I was even initiated, like all these different things. Um, so kind of my first thoughts as a brother was like, how do I fix the chapter? Which like totally changed the way I perceived Symphonia at the time and like changed my goals in Symphonia. It was like totally to like know as much as I could and like help my chapter brothers at that time become the best Symphonians they could be because I could see the like ability in them, but I didn't see the execution or, or the knowledge because there was just such little guidance for so long for the chapter and there's like no alumni um, support really. Like in the province, we were called Zeta Sigma does what they want. That was oh. like our nickname. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, it was one of those things that's really sad now looking back on it. Cause I was, I had like a, not a bad view, but like when I first was initiated, I was like, why are we doing this? Like, I don't want to be here. If they, if these guys don't even care. And like, you know, they don't even practice what they preach. Cause at that point I was learning it finally, like going back myself and reading things and learning. Um, but then it changed really fast. So it was it was very interesting. Yeah, what were your first thoughts like? Was, again, I, you were really excited for it. I was about to say, are you are you by any chance into transformative leadership or, or something like that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, guess so. if I had to. If I had to. Yeah. Um, I want to give a, a quick little uh, since we're uh, we're actually this is going by really quick for me at least, but. Um, uh, at this point, I just want to give a quick little shout out here. We do have um, the, they can't see them on the stream. We're like looking at each other and then we can see like the blank things. But um, quick shout out uh, as it is Founders Day and whatnot in general, um, just thank you to uh, the national staff, the volunteer staff um, who are helping right now, actually. Uh, in fact, we have the team lead for the fraternity services. Uh, Tyler Bainter is currently facilitating all of the behind the scenes tech work for this and got it all set up for us today. and. Uh, made the graphics all the stuff that looks really cool and nice so big thanks to him thank you so much tyler yes like this has been levi and i's dream for i don't know how long and you totally made it happen we're <laughs> super super thankful for you and grateful for all that all that the national staff volunteers are doing but especially you have a special place in our heart we will we will especially be thinking of you in uh nine days when you start processing all of those chapter reports um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we'll be like thanks for doing the podcast when you could yes yes um my condolences and my gratitude in advance <laughs> um, yeah um my first thoughts as a brother um i remember getting to the okay this is not this is not secret um i will preface that but i remember getting to the ritual and my first thought was what is happening and it was because to get into the room um they 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 let us in and they sat us down and I had no idea where we were in the music building because I had not been into this room before and of course we had like blindfolds on right uh, we were on the the pit like you know the stage pit and it could go down and then open up these double doors down and like where the lockers were so like you know all the instrumentalists could do that and then the pit would just raise up I had no idea that that's what that was and so I just feel this like start moving and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so that was, like, That's crazy. Yeah, immediately I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in it. This is like a ride right now. <laughs> that is so cool. That is so freaking cool. See, it's um, weird. Like when I, when I got initiated, it was our, our director of the school of music was like, like with me. So I was like, what's up brother <laughs> for like a month afterwards. Until summer hit, we were like, hey, brother, Dr. Stetson and stuff. <laughs> Super weird. Um, I think, gosh, I'm trying to remember back. Because um, I can still, like, I don't know about you, but I can still, if I think about it, I can still, like, picture and, like, see, like, my ritual and all that. Um, I remember that, so it got postponed because this was when my Symphonia was not new, but this is when things started going like moving into digital format in my Symphonia, including PM Reg. So um, half of my line had like, like my, myself had paid like my credit card and done everything online. And the other half was still doing it in the paper way. And like the chapter didn't quite get that and the memo. So things got missed, uh, like mixed up and that pushed back the initiation date. So uh, it was, 
yeah, it was like right before spring semester started and I was driving around, uh, I'd gone out to lunch with the FEO and um, it was it was like before the actual event of the day. And I just remember him saying like, well, I really think you're gonna enjoy this today and I really hope you enjoy the rest of everything afterwards. And I just, I remember him saying that, like this is the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the way the paper got pushed back to my Hey, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, is what it is. Um, I remember, I remember I had a few times where I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then I had a few moments where I, um, I, and for like weeks afterwards, um, just trying to sit and think like, you know, what happened and, and what is this? And in general, I just remember continuing to just be so impressed. And I think especially after, after crossing and all of the work that it took to do that process, and and then and then for the for the initiation itself, I was like, wow, like these guys really care. They did this for us. Um, obviously, like to an extent, you have to, right? Like the chapter has to keep going, but like, but there's a care level here, and it was it was very impressive. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I I don't really remember what my um, first initial thoughts would have been as a brother, except I I just constantly was like, what's next? You know. Um, it, it was very exciting. And when I got to Iowa State, um, that chapter had just been uh, reactivated uh, three years prior to me arriving. So it was a little bit smaller. Um, and it, it was really new, uh, but also really old. <laughs> um, and it was cool because they were kind of in like this emerging spot. I had come from a chapter with like long traditions, but I was also only a year old in the fraternity. So it was a really interesting and cool spot to be at. And um, I got to see, you know, they were still developing everything that, it, that coming out of uh, the colony, the new chapter process. And so they were really down tight about certain things uh, coming out of that and, and how that, that whole um, structure pushes you to under, really understand Symphonia and to be like mm. super PMs essentially, right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, so I felt like I was getting educated all over again. It was super cool. Um, I think, if anything, I don't really remember what uh, what my first thoughts were, but I do remember um, going. I mean, I'm touching on European process a bit, or, or things you said. Um, and in the spirit of it being Founders Day, you know, we talk about how we are them. That uh, that's literally a theme that we're that we're putting into the new spoiler mm -hmm. that we're putting into the new um, uh, national education. Uh, curriculum uh, about this this idea of continuance, and you know we've we've or you and I have talked this call or this uh, this podcast already this episode about how um, we were selected. You know, people wanted us to be in it, and they they raised us in this. And there's this this i this sense and this idea within the fraternity that we continue to initiate. Um, I'm not going to say one another, but and, and not necessarily like you only want like people. But people who come to Symphonia are meant mm -hmm. to be Symphonia. Like we are still those those same founders. The old boys and the new boys still get together because we all care about those same set of ideals. Um, you know, Symphonia. The idea of Symphonia is the, the ideals of Symphonia, um, mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I that's how I live my life still. Um, obviously, that's what it means to to be a Symphonian, but um, I don't think that's ever stopped. Um, and I just mm -hmm. remember how cool that was of, of reading the themes book and being like i still understand how these guys feel um you know i'm i'm going through it right now like i i've left home i want to be a musician and an actor and i'm trying to figure out how i make it in life and like how i have a structure and all these things and how to just be a good person all, all these sorts of things um and the fraternity is like here like come aside with me into the silence and let us um, figure that out together, right? Um, that's not the quote, but mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like that has you just got close to it. Well, I didn't want to quote the whole thing, but um, <laughs> but that is still what just brings me back every single day. The thing that I remember the most from my PM process is we had like a set of of questions that we had to ask at, um, every active during our interview, and it was mm -hmm. kind of expected quid pro quo. You will ask, they will answer, and then you will answer, so that we are getting to know each other. And one of the questions is always, what advice do you have for me as a PM? And uh, I brought this yeah. with me to Alpha Delta. I always answered the question like this at Alpha Delta, and I stand by this. But I, and I, I don't remember which brother it was. I think I have an idea of who it was. But 
um, the answer he gave me was never stop being a PM. And I looked at him like he was insane because I'm like, well, I want to be initiated, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, you're like, I'm not a perma. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and then, and then he's like, I mean it. Like, don't stop this level of digging in and care and discovery um, about the fraternity. Don't ever lose that. Don't let it become just business meetings. Don't let it become just an acapella group it is so much more than that um and it is so much more enjoyable when it's more than that and yeah. I, I have continued to always say never stop being a pm i myself try to continue to be a pm try to read more history um you know i'm currently reading um mon Jovi's, uh, mills book again and like hosting a a small little like book club thing in my province discord um back home about that um that is that is what this is. That's what sets us apart. That's what makes fraternity fraternity and not something else is this, you know, this set of ideals. So I think that is what was my initial thought was, wow, these guys are really serious about who they are and what they are. And I don't think that has stopped being my focus um, in many ways. Yeah. That's super cool. And see, that's something like I had to learn, you know, I had to, I had to like learn my learn and bring myself into it, I guess, like, you know, I would read the themes book and I was like, well, this is just, you know, after you're initiated, I feel like everybody said like, after you're initiated, the themes book takes a whole new meaning when you read it again. It does. And that was, yeah, like that was huge for me. Like there is still these like words that I live by, you know, to be and not, to, and not seem to be, um, to do and not simply talk, like all these things that I truly like, changed the way I perceive the world. Um, guys in my chapter would get super annoyed with me as I like as I started getting my footing and once I mentioned Stratton which was February at Texas Music Educators Association actually February of 2022 um you know I met him and we immediately like every week or two we would call on the phone for like hours and just talk and talk and talk and talk and he taught me so much about Sinfonia and all these meanings and all of his experiences and I was just like in awe you know, in, in shock almost every time I talk to him about the deeper meanings that I just totally missed. And one of those things that, you know, I didn't miss it, but I never thought of it the same way was, you know, I constantly would get imposter syndrome or, or doubt myself. And I was like, I need to stop doing that. You know, like I need to just live and know and believe in myself and all these things. And like Symphonia has brought me all the success in my life because I started taking on this mindset. And then I read this book this summer, like, um, it's called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And I'm reading it and I like literally am texting my, some brothers from my chapter. I'm like, dude, it's literally the themes look like the same wording as you, all these things. I'm like, what the heck? I know this is an old book, but like, it's like the same stuff. Come to find out, I look up like where it comes from and it comes from the same like movement that Sinfonia stemmed from. Yeah, the new thought movement. I was like, what? And it just blew my mind. Like these like um, deliberating on like these deeper meanings to life and love and family and just all these different things just totally like changed the way I viewed the world. Yeah, I have um, uh, in my, let me find it real quick. Um, in my email signature on, uh, for like my professional one, quote unquote, right? The, um, the one that I sent for grad school, not the one that has all of my like frat stuff on it. But there's a quote at the bottom from Henry David Thoreau, who we know mm. read because he quotes him like, yeah. Uh, but it's it's pursue some path, however narrow and crooked, in which you can walk with love and reverence. Um, yeah. There's just so much um, within the. I mean, that's that's why I joined. So we talk about old uh, old boys, new boys. We are still them. There's there's all these mm -hmm. concepts, but it. It really is like these these ways of really thinking and um, stepping away from the ego and focusing on how can I live a meaningful life um, by impacting people mm -hmm. around me. I I eat that stuff up. Um, we th that yep. is that is what fraternity should be. I'm very poignant about that. Um, in part also because I am uh, a master mason, and so that is if I were to nutshell what masonry is for you, it's how to be a better you. Um, mm -hmm. that is veiled in allegory and communicated by symbols. But that's, that's 
the essence of it. Um, yeah. And yeah, some of the, so many of these profound thoughts of like, wow, you really said it in a way that um, is so like higher thinking and you could bullet point it for someone too. But at the end mm. of the day, if you're not enjoying life and if you're not living in harmony um, with mm. your fellow man, then what, you know, what are you doing? I, I like going, going home at night and feeling good about my day. And I feel good about my day if I do those things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things like, you know, I mean, there's so many things, I guess, as I dove into the fraternity after I was initiated, like, um, you know, I dove into the fraternity and I, I found all these connections to masonry. And I was like, I, I know, you know, this, because I texted you one day, I was like, how do I become a mason? <laughs> <laughs> like that. I have not become a mason. But I was like, this is so cool. There's so many connections I didn't even realize. And, um, you know, just all these beliefs that Ossian held and that come from the New Thought Movement that just, that blew my mind. And, and now when I, when I tell or when I'm speaking or talking to a brother, I always am like trying to practice what I preach and everybody's going to falter, you know, here and there. But for the most part, I've gotten these things down because I believe in them. Like, I mean, I tell people all the time when they're like, oh, you were in a fraternity, like, you know, or they say something about fraternities, you know, that we know is untrue for what we are. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, actually, I did this and this and this. And I believe, you know, in being this and how this is how the fraternity affected me. I mean, in my job interview, like, they asked me. Um, about my experience and I was like well I don't have direct experience but I you know and I talked about leadership experience and stuff but then they talked about you know what do you like to do in your free time and I talked about reading and I love self-help books and they're like why self-help books and I was like because I just believe in being the best me and like like I believe in always bettering myself and doing these things and believing these deeper ideals and you know, not having a shallow view of the world or a shallow view of myself or other people. And they're like, okay, <laughs> they were not expecting uh, yeah. this 21 year old to like talk about these things. It's like, this, they're like, this is what you talk about when you're like, you know, deliberating death. And when you're like 75, our, <laughs> like, business, oh, our business is the making of men and that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I mean, everybody in my family has seen it. Like, I mean, the person I was before, you know, the day I walked, the stage to become a symphonian like i graduated from being a pm like <laughs> the day the day i became a symphonian like you know there was this period where i was learning still after but then like my life changed and the way i interacted with people changed and the way i spoke changed and i mean my family all the time has brought it up like you know you're so different from when you were you know 18 and graduating high school or you know I was hanging out with just I was just hanging out with dudes and being guys when I was in high school and then came to college and joined the fraternity and I it like changed the my life in every single aspect um I mean I push it all back all the time I am quoting Oshin and quoting like Percy Jewett Burrell to people in my office I have a quote from um Theodore Roosevelt and I'm about to put up the to do and not to seem <laughs> like quote in my office they're gonna be like who's Austin Everett Mills I'm be like well let me tell you okay <laughs> yeah that's for me like um I um I know we're getting like kind of at the end here but um for me like when I think about especially right now with this with this big push of you know we're entering into this new era uh I talked about um in my video today and um Kyle has talked about quite a few times um, this 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 period of, of proving it to ourselves and and deserving it and owning it and being all in with 1898 forward and that's that's kind of where I feel it comes from is you know we we have spent an hour now <laughs> talking about mm -hmm. how how and what Symphonia has been to us and it and, and we could keep going <laughs> but um, yeah it's it's done so much and so when people are like well why do what what should I uh, you know what what do I get out of it or why should I give I'm like, because you got, you know, Burrell, Burrell mm -hmm. talked about he who would give must first receive. Um, and that's, that's in, I think the 1908 or 1909 uh, address in the themes book. And it, it's so, so true. Um, in order to really understand what it feels like and what it is, you, you have to experience it. And then once you do, you know, once you know something, you can't unknow something. And so to want that for as many mm -hmm. people as possible, that's, 
that's my whole why. That's, you know, why do you love what you do? Why are you still in this? Um, mm -hmm. why, why do I give to 1898 forward? That's why. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's something I talk a lot about with guys. Like, I mean, guys for my chapter, my chapter has gone through a million struggles since I've been there and since I've been gone. Because um, this is my first semester. I'm on, like, professional semester, technically, since I'm working full-time. Um, and, you know, I, I talk to them a lot about, you know, like how this fraternity has changed you. Cause there's no, there's no really big alumni stuff with Zeta Sigma. Like, you know, we've initiated over a thousand guys in our chapter and, you know, we have like 20 in our Facebook group of alumni. Um, and we hear even less from alumni, but I'm like, you know, guys, like this isn't just, you know, a, you know, one of my favorite quotes is like, fraternity is not four-year college course policy. It is, yeah, it is. It is not. You know, written on the tablets of. Yeah, four black walls what? and a footed red ceiling. Yeah. House. Yeah, it is like, it's you know, it is the written on the tablet of men's hearts and pays dividends. You know, That's like that is like my favorite quote. Um, I, that was my words of wisdom for every single PM. Yes. And that's right. and that's the thing is I always tell the guys, I'm like, you're gonna get whatever you want from this. And I was like, if you just wanna hang out and have bras for four years where you're just hanging out with them and having fun and doing whatever, I was like, go somewhere else. <laughs> and I tell them that straight up. I'm like, go somewhere else. Well, as Brian like, said, this is... work for Symphonia and Symphonia Award. Yeah. We show exactly. up and it it's an experience like no other. I would never trade it and I would always do it over again. Exactly. I mean I am eternally indebted to the fraternity for all it has given me um, and all I've learned from it. Job. Yeah, and getting me a job, dude, that, that's crazy. <laughs> it started it. Um, and, and, yeah, but, um, I mean, that's one of those things for me, like, I mean, I could, like you said, we could both go on and on um, for hours and hours. One day we'll just have to have a whole talk about themes book quotes and just like what it means to us. <laughs> that would go insane. But, um, I mean, that's one of the things for me is like, I mean, I know we talk a lot about 1898 forward now. And I mean, now is the time, like we've all received, like you said, give and you must first get, and we've all received. And, and now is the time when the fraternity needs help. And, you know, we, kind of have to live out some of our Sinfonian ideals and and sometimes give a little bit more than we have to or give a little bit more or I mean give a little bit more than we can I guess um to make sure that there's still you know this great Sinfonian experience that we had um even though mine was rough from the start <laughs> but now it's great now it's great um you know and to, to make sure we're there 100 another 125 years another thousand years you know, I want us to be the last fraternity that exists. <laughs> like, you know, screw all the guys that came before us. We're going to be the last living one. Okay. <laughs> but, um, the longest surviving. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Symphonia means, yeah, for real. Symphonia means a ton to, a ton to me. And I know it means a, a ton to you. And I'm glad that we are finally able to come and just chat about it and, you know, share, share it with people in either, you know, the live stream or the, once it's released after this, the actual podcast format. Um, yeah, wow. I mean, I'm just really grateful for the fraternity. I'm grateful we're doing this. Thank you again, Tyler, for putting this all together and getting it set up. It means a ton. Yes. Um, yeah, I suppose it, we probably should wrap up. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> you know, we've gone over an hour. So, um, I want to say thank you to to everyone who who came in during the during the actual live stream of this and for the for the chat. Um, Reno and I have been talking about just wanting to have a, a podcast and um, kind of have something that the collegiate bros can can relate to and to include the alumni and just host a discussion. So um, you know, please please do reach out to both of us um, in general about anything. But mm -hmm. if you want to see stuff uh, for the podcast topics in the future or interact with us on the chat more. Um, uh, at a future date, then let us know. But thank you to everyone for tuning in. Um, and thanks. Um, if you're listening, you know, after this in post, like, thanks for listening. Uh, you can <laughs> this feedback if you want. Um, but yeah, we hope to see you soon. Um, 
this is super awesome to celebrate 125 today um, and mm -hmm. go into the Pasqua Centennial. Um, and I think this was this was just an awesome way to for for you and me at least to to culminate and be like, let's go because I I know that we have plans for what's hap what's happening next mm -hmm. coming year. Um, and yeah. I'm so excited. So this is like this is just <laughs> a thing in in a, in many nights of exciting stuff to come. Mm -hmm. absolutely yes like levi said thank you all brothers for coming out and joining us live or joining us in post on the actual podcast platforms we really appreciate you um if you ever want to reach out to us our emails are mine is r ruiz at symphonia.org r r u i z um and yours is l frazier mine's l frazier <laughs> yeah -I -E -R. yes you can you can look them up um it's pretty intuitive yeah yes please do reach but, um, out for anything yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, brothers. We'll see you next time. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Happy Founders Day. Happy Founders Day.